Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you are about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. Just saw that the Holy Ghost is the eternal life. The Holy Ghost is the... Then again, Jesus... In him was found what? The life. Yet he said the word that I speak, life and spirit. He said the word, the words, the words, that's Christ, is what? Life and spirit. So here you are seeing the word as the spirit that has life. And you are seeing the spirit as the word that has life. That's what we call the word and the spirit. So when we tell you about the word of God, that is the witnessing of God to you. These are the words that will accomplish something in your life. Because the Bible says that human effort accomplishes nothing. Accomplishes nothing. Nothing. That's why I'm teaching you these things from now to next week Sunday. So that your consciousness will leave the realms of human effort. Into the place of glory. The place of the spirit. The place of the son. The place of the word of God. And above all, the place of life. You are actually living in the place of life. That's where you live now. The place of life. Which means... You know, I asked you to write something and bring, eh? I'll just show you that you just pray one second. And the matter is solved. Look, you live in the place of life. In the place of life... Things don't scatter. The reason why it looks like things have scattered in your life is because there's something you didn't know. Actually, nothing has scattered. You are using your mind and your knowledge. Here. Here, things scatter. Here, we see differently. Do you want to see properly? Come here. When you come to the place of glory, everything abides. Everything is established. Everything coherent. Everything consists. Do you know why? Because everything has life. There's no death in it. Everything has life. Your children have life. Your business has life. Everything in your house has life. Everything that pertains to you has life. <laughs> Give me life. And take everything. Are you with me? Yes, sir. The letter killeth. The spirit gives life. 
So you start your life sometimes with something that looks like small in the eyes of men. And you think you are not achieving anything. Ask yourself, does this thing have life? If it has life, rest. It will accomplish. <laughs> Who says your business is small? Does it have life? Now, Genesis 1, on the fifth day, when Prophet taught us, he said, anything that has life and every life-moving thing, the Bible calls it blessed. If what you are doing has life, it is blessed. I, I want us to have a different mind. We are in the place of glory. Jesus, that's how come he didn't have thousand congregation when he started ministry. In fact, he even started a service alone. Then two of John's disciples followed him. Two. He started with two. That's all. Today he has billions. Because that life that started in the two kept increasing. Kept increasing. Then at a point, there were people who came to join and they had no life. And they didn't make their mind they want to have life. 72 of them, they left. And he had 12 that were ready for life. Peter said, who else has the word of life? Are you following? And out of the 12, 3,000 came. 5,000 came. And so on and so forth. And all these people that came after have become men full of life. You have started small in your business, in your life, your plan, etc. Don't look at it with the eyes of men. Look at it from the place of glory. At the place of glory, there's one thing we will ask ourselves. Does this has life? If it has life, it is blessed. Now, I'm speaking by the Spirit. I'm speaking by the Spirit. If it has life, that's all. Sleep. Uh, look at what Peter said. Uh-huh, look. Peter replied, Lord, to whom would we go? You have the words that give eternal life. The other people, 72 that left, they were not looking for the words that have life. They were part of the church. But they were not looking for life. When you have three people and you can teach them eternal life, don't worry. Once they have life, they will accomplish. And I'm waiting for your life. I said, I'm waiting for your life. What you guys are about to accomplish. No, I'm only talking to those who believe. Of course, not, not everybody will believe. But I'm talking to those who believe. I'm telling you, the things you are about to accomplish, you will be amazed. 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 Everything you touch has life. Everything you touch begins to have life. Life from the life everywhere. Listen. If somebody has is not ready to receive life, this person can destroy your life and kill you. And I'll show you one of them. His name was Judas. He was not ready for life. Yet, so he was the same person that gave Jesus up. Peter, Satan came to him. But Satan couldn't use him because the guy's mind was on eternal. He just said it. Who else can we go to? Who else has the word of life? 
Say you are the only one that has the word of life. So what I'm looking for is the word of eternal life. The words that give eternal life. So anybody that comes your way and the person <laughs> has, is not interested in eternal life. Is not interested in life. Cut, cut the person off. In fact, don't be shy. Don't be afraid. You see, anytime when I tell you that if you are not ready, get out, go. You think I'm saying it. For, no, no, it's not even anger. It's scripture. Because you see, it takes 12 to add 3,000 and add 5,000. It doesn't take 1,000 to add 1 billion. To you, when we are 1,000, that's when we become 5,000. Aha, uh-huh, you are not in the place of glory. When people are serious, because remember, Peter and the rest could have left also. But something kept them. And it's always my prayer that the people God give me, something must keep them. Once we can deposit life in you, there is hope for increase. I would rather you get the words of life which replenish by itself than to joke around and eventually kill the whole thing. Because that's what happened to Judas. Somebody will say one of Jesus' mistake was never to have spoken about Judas' errors. Even though he had to do that to fulfill scripture. But one of the errors he made was not to have cautioned Judas. Because if Judas knew that he knew, he would have stopped fooling. But it was prophecy that his friend must betray him. Don't be afraid of people who live your life. Stay with the ones who are interested in life. I'm telling you, it will replenish. There are a lot of people in our lives, they are dead. They are dead. Are you listening? Okay. Now, look at it. So now, these three scriptures that we've read just showed you that the Holy Spirit gives the life. Which means the Holy Spirit is the same life. So the Holy Ghost is eternal life. So if you want to see Jesus... Look at it. The Holy Ghost is eternal life. And Jesus, in somewhere in the scriptures, the Holy Ghost also says that Jesus is the life. So Jesus is eternal life. The Holy Ghost is eternal life. Which means the Holy Ghost is one with Christ. Isn't this amazing? But let me show you. In John 5, 24, when anybody asks you that, you may I used to ask you guys the question. When you believed in Christ, what did you receive? What did you receive when you received Christ? Look at it. The Bible says that verily, verily, I say unto you, he that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath eternal life. Hear what? He hath. He didn't say he will have. He hath. He has it. He has it. So the day you believed on Christ, what did you receive? Eternal life. Eternal life. That's what you received. That's what the Bible is saying. And shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. That's who you are now. I'm telling you, the place of glory is life. The place of glory is life. Say, I walk in life. Say, there's no death in my pathways. Only life. Only life. There's no death 
in my pathways. There's no death in my pathway. Only life, 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 abundant life. In the name of Jesus. Okay. Now I'll show you something more. This promise that God promised, I'm going to share with you that all promises you find in the Bible are found in this only promise. Every promise that God promised was a promise. If it is a promise, then it must be found in the promise. So every promise God gave is found in the Holy Ghost. If it is found in the Holy Ghost, I'm going to show you something. In 2 Corinthians 1.20, now, we realize that the Holy Ghost is the same Christ. Is that correct? Uh-oh. The same Holy Ghost is the same Christ. So this scripture will make sense to you. For all the promises of God are what? In him. Who is the him? Christ. Who is the Christ? The spirit. The promise. So all the promises of God are found in the promise. Because he is the original promise. He is the only promise. So all God's promises. That is why today when you read your Bible, there is no more promise for you. There is no more promise for you because you have the promise. Now, I will show you something. Do TPT. Oh, mama, mama, mama. Are we talking about faith? Watch something. I feel God has made me uh, a word mathematician. <laughs> for all of God's promises, find their yes. Of what? Fulfillment in him, the promise. <laughs> Every promise that God gave will never have fulfillment outside him. That's why you don't pray to them and say, Lord, you promised me. Lord, he hasn't promised you. He has fulfilled that promise in the promise. Now, he calls the promise his yes and to us, our amen. So, Jesus is God's yes and to you, your amen. The Holy Ghost is God's promise or God's yes and to you, our amen. But I show you something deeper. Can we go down? The word amen in the Hebrew is the word imuna, which means faith. Do you understand? Now, imuna, I-double-M-U-N-A, means faithfulness or faith. It also means truth. It also means surety. It also means verily. Can you see that? So when you read scripture and you find verily, verily, in the Hebrew is imuna, imuna. It also means surely, surely. It also means truthfully, truthfully. So you hear the Bible says, of the truth. Now the Bible is saying that this promise, the one promise to God 
He is his yes. Which means that everything that God says, when it enters into that man, it becomes yes. Then when it comes to us, he becomes our faith. Now, if he becomes our faith, I've explained faith to you. Which means that whatever the promise is, he's holding it. Hypostasis. Should I explain again? Okay. Now, the Bible is saying that for all of God's promises, found their yes of fulfillment in him. And we just found out that the him is the promise. So it can be Christ or the Holy Spirit. Okay? Now, whatever promise God gave, if it is a promise, it must find its fulfillment, crystallization. It comes to pass only in the promise. Who is either Christ or the Holy Ghost? So for God, the promise is his yes. So anything that enters into the Holy Ghost is yes. Anything that enters into Christ is yes. So your salvation is yes. Your redemption is yes. Your glory is yes. Your justification is yes. <laughs> Can you see this? Then to us, he is our faith. What is faith? He is the substance of all things we hope for. In other words, he is the reality of everything we hope for. Which means by him, we don't even have hope. All hope has come to pass. And all hope has become yes. And if it is faith, substance, then it means that faith is holding on to that thing with firm grip. Whatever be the case, it is yours. You see, and as his yes and our amen ascend to God, we bring him glory. But that's not enough. 1 Corinthians 2, 12 to 16, TPT. Remember, all the promises found their, their way were into the promise. Don't ever forget. All of God's promises, all the several promises. Can I show you one? Okay. Before this, in 2 Peter 1, 3, let's read. I'll show you something. King James. Okay, verse 4. Okay, can you see it? Whereby are given unto us exceeding and great and precious promises. Then he said, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature. What does it mean? You becoming a partaker of the divine nature was a promise. But here, he said, you have been given that promise. Can you see that? Yes, Whereby ye are giving, ye are giving, so it is no longer a promise. Because the day the promise came, the Holy Ghost, so anybody that has the Holy Ghost in himself has become a partaker. Ah. So you become automatically a partaker of the divine nature. So you see the promises. That's what I wanted to show you. Now go back to 1 Corinthians 2, 12, TPT, to 16. You will love this. This is the Holy Ghost, the promise. 
Say the promise. The promise. So you understand why Hebrews 11, what they, they lacked, not receiving the promise. They couldn't become partakers of the divine nature. They couldn't receive God's yes and their amen. They couldn't have life, eternal life. There's a lot that they couldn't. Yet God clapped for them. Raw faith. If God clapped for them, that is how God has honored us. Because we have the fullness of the faith. Because we have the promise. Say, I got the promise. Alright. We did not receive the spirit of this world system. But the spirit of God, the promise. So that we might come to understand and experience all that grace. I told you the essence of faith is grace. Grace has what? Lavished upon us. And I'll touch on this on Sunday. And we, oh, look at it. How do we, these things that God has lavished upon you, how do you release it? How do you, look, go back, go back. He said he wants you to understand and what? Experience. Now he's showing you how to experience and how to understand. Can I show you? Yes, sir. By scripture, let's read again. He said, For we did not receive the, the spirit of this world system, but the spirit of God, so that we might come to understand one and experience all that grace has lavished upon us. He said he wanted to come to understand and experience. Now he wants to show you how you do that. Next one. And we articulate this. We articulate, we speak this. He calls them realities. With words. So you release them by words. But they are words imparted to us by the spirit. And not with the words taught by human wisdom. We join together. Spirit revealed truth. With spirit revealed words. So how do you do this? These are words given by the Holy Ghost. <laughs> so do you know what? The more you speak in tongues, the more you come to the understanding and experiencing of all the things that God has given to you in the Holy Ghost. So how do you release the promise, the fulfilled promise in Christ or in the Holy Ghost? Pray. That's why I told you that we don't pray only for asking things and all that. Because Jesus didn't ask you for that. He said, don't ask for what you eat, what you drink, and what you wear. Now he's showing you the highest kind of prayer. Using articulations, words given to you by the Holy Ghost. See, you are praying with no need. With no need in your mind. So pray every day. Do you know what you are doing? You are learning to articulate. You are learning to understand. You are learning to what? Unleash. So you are praying now. You, be, you begin to see a vision of something amazing. You begin to feel something inside. Why? Because there is a lot that has been promised and fulfilled. Which you must understand and experience. I will experience, I tell you. I will experience before I go to heaven. Now, when I speak, when I speak in tongues, do you know how the Bible calls it? Spirit revealed truths with spirit revealed words. So he's saying what I'm saying 
is truth. Why? Because the Holy Ghost gave me the word. <laughs> he gave me the words. I didn't force. That's why we don't force to speak. Kimaho kapiyadosa. Benko rizaha. Plehandose. He gives me words and I articulate. The more I speak, the more I'm releasing every benefit inside the Holy Ghost for me. So if you are not praying, you are doing yourself. Now I said something. Pray without having a need in mind. Because you see, if you pray with a need in mind, you will go below the standard. So how do you live this? My last one. This is what I promised to tell you. Now this promise is being fulfilled in the Holy Ghost. It will be a scripture that will shock you. But that's the truth. Because you haven't paid attention to look at it. Matthew 19, 14. Speak in tongues a lot. Speak in tongues. Speak in tongues a lot. You see, when you speak in tongues, you make tremendous power available. Today you have seen that you, you release understanding what an experience. You release articulations, words given to you by the Holy Ghost. You speak the testimonies of Christ. You speak the finished work of Christ. So speaking in tongues is a whole lot. You speak in tongues. Now, let's analyze the scripture. You ready for that? Now, for you to enjoy the glory life, this is the scripture you need. But Jesus said, suffer little children and forbid them not to come unto me. For of such, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. This, this is what you must do. Do you want to live the glory life? This is what you need. So the thing you brought here, I'm showing you how it is solved. We don't, you don't need prayer. Do you know why it looks like it's scattered? Because it's in your mind. Are you going to go home with Wikia? Is she going to order Uber? Who's going to order Uber? Who's worried about money? Oh, answer me, you. On your way, when she sees chocolate, she says, I want chocolate. Why would you say maybe no? Why would you say maybe no? Because one, it might be expensive. Maybe you don't have enough money on you. She doesn't think like that. She doesn't even have that in her mind. That's the, that's the glory life. You know how the Holy Ghost showed me? You know you can't be a child because you are already grown. But you can be a child. You become a child here. Stop thinking of need. Go for things. Stop thinking of need. Don't ever pray with need. You are living below the belt. In the place of glory, we don't think of need. Children live a carefree life. They don't care. They don't care of need. No. All they want is 
When work here enters my office, no, she just go there and sit in my couch. Then she's looking at my fridge. On Sunday, I took some popcorn that I left. Immediately I took no, she walked to me. Carefree. And so I put it up aside. Then she stood. One must go. Definitely no hair. So I ended up picking a lot for her. Then she left. She finished. She came back. All the worries you have now. Pause them. Stop worrying now. All the troubles you think you have. Stop now. Stop now. Now, now. All the sufferings you think you are suffering. Stop suffering now. You are suffering because you are thinking. You are worried because you are thinking. Have a carefree mind. That's the thinking pattern in the place of glory. There is no need. He said, your heavenly father. So Jesus said in Matthew 6, 33, verse the 32. He said that for the Gentiles are the ones who have need of these things. But your heavenly father already knows that you need these things. But seek ye first the kingdom and its righteousness and all these less important things, the needs will be added. That's what it means. If you think you are ever worried, you, if, listen, even if you think you don't have cash, don't even think it. Children don't think they have cash. Yet they are provided every day. One day, do you remember, I came home around 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock, Joshua said he wanted pizza in Tema. And I said I won't go. Because me, as the father, I was thinking about cash flow, time, distance. But he insisted I want pizza. I want pizza. Then mommy said, please get him pizza. You go and buy it for him. I said, tomorrow. He said, no. Then we sat in the car and we were going. So I was just looking at him. <laughs> Whilst we were going. And then I asked him, couldn't you wait tomorrow? He said, no. And I said, ah, do you have money to go and buy? He said, no. Then he looked at me. Daddy, but do you have money? And I said, yes. So why are you talking? <laughs> so eventually, he got his pizza. Whether I wanted it or not, I got it for him. Look, I'm just showing you the glory life. The reason why you are worried about little things, you think you don't have this, you think this is not okay, you think this is not, is because there is a need in your mind. You are not thinking like a child. Jesus said, of such... Of such is the kingdom of heaven. He didn't say kingdom of God. Kingdom of heaven means the power. The power that runs in heaven. It is for these people. Ah, the people that don't have the need, no. The people that don't think of need, they are the ones who run the power. Which means that to have needs in your mind and worry, it cuts off the power. Wake up. You know there is school fees, but wake up. In fact, Sometimes the ideas will become the thoughts. Huh? You have no idea. Sometimes the way it comes to me. A lot of things come to my head. Even yesterday I was telling her that there's a lot on my head. 
But sometimes I say it, I say that to get attention. Because <laughs> in my heart of hearts, I have no need. You show me bill, but I have no need. Live this way. Nobody will take you for granted. I have no need. Block it. Block it. When the needs are come, no, block it. Begin to behave like a child. Behave like there is no need, yet you are getting things. See, I have no need, but I have things. I have no need. <laughs> I don't care free. I don't know why I'm getting the money to buy this watch, but I have watch. And I will get the watch. Are you getting it? You are bigger than this. That's what I'm saying. This scripture perhaps has not been opened clearly to you like that. But this scripture is actually the glory life. So the things you wrote, look at them for the last time. Did you write them? Some of you have no need, so you didn't bring it. Stella, did you write any? You have no need. You, you got repented now? or Do you think you have a need? Anita, do you have a need? Solo, solo son. He has no need. Then he sleeps. He wakes up. Everyone is crying. You, are get, you want to get him all the things you want to get him so that he can stop crying. Carefree. We are not praying about anything you have written. The devil is lower than your rank. The troubles are lower than your rank. You have chosen to leave the place of glory. Calm down and have worry. So I'm telling you, rise up. Rise up to the place of glory. You have been raised unto heavenly dignity. A condition and a state of being. Stop thinking of worry. Stop. You stop and things happen. Is it not amazing? Some things we pray about. eh? Just stop the prayer. Change your direction. It's here. Yeah, they, they gave you the telephone bill, electricity bill, school fees. You see them, but you have no need. That's what I want to tell you. This is the biggest prayer you can ever pray. Changing the way you think. Because of where you stay. And because of where you settle. You see the way I preach to you if you're alone? The passion. If it's one person, the passion. Once I have passion, that's all. Children have passion. You know when they close and they come to me here. Daddy, we want juice. Daddy, we want this. Daddy, and I'm looking at them. So your father is at home. You are worrying me. <laughs> then I'll tell them, you go for this. Then one of them will go, Daddy, how about kusia? I say, collect kusia. Once one person here is not there, another person, oh, Daddy, how about me? Daddy, how about me? I say, all of you go. Then when they finish, then they will come to me. Please, you owe 58 CDs. You owe 80 CDs. The children, where are they? Why don't you allow God to handle your bills? So that you can sleep as a child. Because he said for such. You have never allowed God to take his responsibility. That's your problem. Imagine you wake up one day and work here is on the road. Where are you going? I'm going to find food. I'm sure people, anybody that she tell, they will run away. Because that's an old lady in there. 
Because children don't do that. So I came to announce to you, allow God to be that responsible father that he is. And keep being that responsible child that you are. Stop playing the father role. Do you know why you think you have a problem? Because you are playing the father role. I was there, no, daddy. I said, what's this? Uh, the receipt of my school fees. <laughs> the way I look at him, he has brought the receipt. If I will collect or not, he must go to school. Because I'm a responsible father. I want my child to be in school. You are playing God's role. You are playing God's role. So you think you must do things for yourself. The man says, have a carefree life. Only trust in him. You said no. Let me worry. Hmm. I heard Nathaniel was not well today. This morning. Since Wednesday. Is he well? He's sick. He doesn't mind. You are the one worried. Oh? <laughs> so you too, you are God's child. So allow him to worry. And you to sleep. Put him by your side and say, Father, He's, he's my son, but he's also your son. Our son. And your son. No. Treat God this way. I, I'm telling you. You are taking God's responsibility. So he is not permitted to be the father over you that he wants to be. Because he wants to pay school fees. But he wants to go and work. do To go and pay. He <laughs> wants to do hard labor to pay. When he is rich enough. From tonight. Allow him to pay. Talk to him. Say, Father, do you have bills? Put it, put it in front of him. That's how we pray here. We put it down. We put it down. Say, Lord, bill Abba. If it's your room, find a place to put them. On the table. Say, Holy Spirit, thank you for being here. I recognize you. I know you are here. Bills. And leave. You think it's a joke. He will settle it. Because he is your father. We read a portion of scripture and said he is a responsible father. So that thing you have written. Because you have no need. So I'm done. You have no need. Enjoy glory. In Jesus name. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayman 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-L Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny-L Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International, contact services 
process on plus two three three five four seven two two one seven seven three or plus two three three five zero four three two eight nine five nine for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean, and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to lead from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.